Welcome everybody to Hidden Guardians Podcast, your only podcast hosted by actual Hidden Guardians. Today on the show, Bacon and I are going to be talking about our experience going through Exodus Crash Grandmaster Nightfall. Easy. Ba- easy, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly not the answer I was going to uh, Trials Freelance went live in Crucible Labs, so people were trying that out. I think Bacon dipped a toe into that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a little bit of... How can I put this politely? Controversy within the would Destiny it, community this past week involving would it be the, too, would it be too harsh to say that that it's just a very stupid argument that nobody should be having right now? Well, <laughs> at all. <laughs> what? Let's we'll parse it out. We'll parse it out first, and we'll, we'll let the viewer, we'll let the, our listeners decide if how uh, legitimate the argument is. I I have my own thoughts on it and i know you do and um it it seems like there's a lot of confusion for no particular reason on my part but we'll see how it pans out as we talk about it and if we got some time we're reaching the part of the season now because it's such a long season that we're going to hit a lull in things to do in the game so we're going to maybe chat a little bit about things we're going to play till december when you know the 30th anniversary stuff launches i'm outrider i am joined by bacon Let's just get into it, man. Um, get it, dude. Exodus Crash, our favorite fail-safe strike with that big open freaking boss room at the end with a boss that goes invisible and so many ads pouring out of everything, and then they made it a Grandmaster. You know, we did it on our first try. We did it on our first try. We had like three practice runs, but we did it on our first try. It was the first try. There was no matter, dude. That's yeah, what counts. Um, personally, it wasn't bad until that final room. I, I didn't yeah. think it was too bad until the final room. You take your time, and even taking your time, I think we got to the final room with like at, at like the twenty minute mark. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, bad. So we were moving through it pretty quickly because you got forty five minutes before everything goes dark zone. And you can't revive. It's just that last room. It sucks. It is hell on earth. If you try to do this legitimately, it's you you need a very specific loadout. I'm pretty sure it involves just three people all with fallen guillotine swords, sword of the boss as soon as possible. Somebody pops a well and you just try to kill all the ads and get the boss back out and sword him down as fast as possible again to get him off the field because he can cause a lot of damage very quickly. And then you have two waves of two barrier champions coming out the servitors and that makes everything messy because they can even immune the boss uh there's really <laughs> no place to stand uh, because even some of the spots well even some of the, <laughs> let's, let's just talk let's just talk about the floor itself and then we'll talk about how we ended up finally completing it the the, the floor itself typically there's two two, as they would say, cheese spots, and they're behind, like, these things in the upper left and upper right corners of the room when you drop in. But those things electrify. Mm-hmm. So you have to constantly have, like, a well of radiance or just warlock rifts. Uh, Omnioculus Hunter helps, too, because you get resist times four, which helps immensely with soaking damage. But it, you can die very quickly back there if you're not paying attention and have a good rotation. On the left side, there's a bunch of boxes on one platform, kind of left mid. Uh, you can kind of position yourself behind those. I actually saw another video with people doing that, 
with the Omni Hunter not actually doing damage, except maybe throwing a grenade here and there, but yep. just rotating very slowly with his uh, invis. So you're constantly buffing everybody else, and they're like Warlock again, throwing a well of radiance down back there. So you only have two people really doing damage, but you can just maintain back there. It's like, okay, that's doable. It's difficult, but it's doable. Mm-hmm. I think the room would be better if it had just a little bit of cover. Someplace you might be able to just get a few seconds. Not Even just, like, have covers would, like, help out. You don't yeah. really have to put, like, like, you know, like, fill it up with a bunch of just areas just to go and hide. But, you know, certain yeah. little things here and there can really, like, help out and make this Grandmaster just a tiny bit a tiny bit, like, manageable. Not easy, but manageable. Yeah, manageable. I think the, the sheer volume of ads and the shanks that electrify the floors mm-hmm. really make that encounter worse than it is. Especially yep. the shanks, because once the floor is electrified, you barely are able to hop. You can't jump. Yep, you know, that's that, true. That, you're pretty that, much that stuck there. Yeah, you're, then you're, like, immobilized almost. How we did it, though... Apparently, it hasn't been patched yet, but there is, when before you drop into the room, if you look to your upper right, there's like a piece of the architecture that's sticking out. It looks like a box. You can jump up and around the left side of the circle that drops into the room and work your way over there. And you're kind of in a perpetual slide motion, but you can kind of walk back and forth. And essentially, you can sit up there and just, Merc everything from range. Some shots can get you. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get up there because I didn't have enough mobility. I don't yell at me for being a hunter because I, I did have Omni on. I didn't have Stompies to make the extra jump. And I died. So I was just doing call-outs where enemies were keeping my ghost active while they were just clearing everything. But towards the end of the fight, I think the boss was in his final like third. Yep. Bam got killed because he fell down and then you were on your own and you came and rescued me. You revived me. And then it was just us like smoking and getting away and kiting the boss around. I got Bam up and then the three of us are just running around like chickens with our heads cut off, just trying to do what we can. And it worked. I mean, it it was, we managed to do enough damage while, because the boss was then sustained and up constantly mm-hmm. that we were able to focus them a little bit. Uh, my Ascendancy rocket launcher, apparently I managed to pick up six orbs of light and, or, you know, a couple of orbs of light and I shot the thing and just did a crazy amount of damage to it and then we just killed it shortly after that. That, so. that buffs explosive light, though, just made it so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, there was, there was a little bit of cheese involved in our conclusion to this, but... Uh, I think it's doable if we were on the ground constantly. It's doable with the right things. I'm almost thinking it's doable if we had three warlocks all running well of radiance. Yeah, it's very basically basically rotating wells at that point. Maybe two warlocks with wells and one bubble titan. Not banner shield, bubble titan. And, you know, that there's your safe spot. You know, enemies are going to come in, you just shoot the crap out of them. You can also try, of course, the usual stasis turrets, just because if the uh, once they um, once the servitors come in, at least oh, you can yeah. like 
and you can deny their shield and you can just keep constantly Be beating them. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was definitely an interesting experience doing that one. Exodus Crash was one of the nightfalls that I was not looking forward to doing. It lived up to it. Uh, my notes for it was, it sucks. It sucks more than the Hollow Lair. And I actually do believe that. The oh, yeah. Hollow Lair was just yucky and buggy and cruddy all the way through. And the baby screams is kind of like yeah. angered Exodus, a lot of people. Exodus Crash. <laughs> you're sitting there, you're trucking along. It's like, okay, this isn't too bad. You get the last room. It's like, the last room is like the entirety of the Hollow Lair strike crammed into one room. Oh, yeah. It's just garbage. And I hated it more than the hollow layer because of it. I said, I do have a note. This is the corrupted strikes probably going to be worse than all of those, which is next week. So reset the corrupted goes live, dude. That's that. I think that's going to be, there's going to be a lot of, uh, practice runs on that one. I think. No, we're going to get on the first try. Well, no, no, I, I, we'll get on the first try, but, you know, practice runs. No, never no, 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 first try, that's it. Well, we only need one more try, that's it. Okay. That, that's one more try be, out of 100. The, the, the corrupt is going to be interesting. <laughs> I, I'm just glad they kind of, like, nerfed Sidia's uh, boop a little bit. Yeah. So she doesn't send you into the atmosphere when she hits you with it. I don't know what I'm going to take in there. I might go stasis. I might actually go on my warlock and just, you know throw grenades because believe it or not that actually still works you throw a grenade and you blow up a bunch of things and get some chain reaction explosions going and you have on your necrotic grips and it still kind of works it doesn't work like it did because they adjusted it but it still functions where i can generate lots of solar wells so mm. it might be worth for ad control right there you know i know for sure i'm going to be running stasis because it really is just it's really just a whole bunch of like ad control yeah. So for maybe, sure I'll go I'll, like stasis, for sure. Maybe I'll run well of radiance then. Mm -hmm. As a, if you're going to go on stasis, there's the ad control. Uh, we need to keep alive, so well of radiance might be a very good option. So we'll, we'll, see, we'll see. We'll see. Probably Ben will be using what the the banner one, the really huge one. Yeah, the banner shield is a mid tree void coat of the commander. If I remember right, yep. that, that, he likes using that. We just have him put on Thunder Crash, and he can pretty much kill most of the things in one shot. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> uh, did you get any loot out of the strike? Anything worthwhile? What the hell did I get? I think I got like a... Because it was a Shadow Price and the Comedian were the two weapons that dropped. I didn't get Comedian at all. I got Shadow yeah. Price with like four times the charm and disruption break. Mm -hmm. And I... That's it. Probably a couple of like enhancement cores and whatnot, but or whatever they're called. Yeah, the 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 shards, and um, I think I got one golf ball, the ascendant shard, big one. Yeah, the prismatic crystals, and the uh, ascendant shards were also dropping. I got a shadow price that was just really really bad, and it became infusion fuel to a prior season's add up shadow price that I got, which is. Uh, Disruption break, and I think I think it is fourth time the charm also on it. Mm -hmm. So that was worth it because you know, pop a shield, all of a sudden kinetics do more damage. It's like, okay, good. Disruption breaks a very handy ability as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I've not gotten a comedian at all this season when it's come up. They have not dropped for me whatsoever. So, I got a couple. 
and that's pretty that's pretty fun one i got one (laughs) i was hoping to get one so i could just have it and get it over with but apparently it wasn't meant to be when the rotation comes back we can just go in there and hopefully comedians up I'm hoping when the rotation comes back around and the comedian is up again, it's not something like, you know, Exodus Crash or the Hollow Lair. I'm hoping it's like a Shadows, you know? That way we can kind of do it more than once yeah. and see if we can get a good one out of it. Uh, Lake of Shadows is actually, surprisingly, is a fun Grandmaster Nightfall. It, it, it really is. I know it's like, oh, it's the easiest one, but it's still fun. You can still get one shot all over the place in that thing, but it's still fun yeah. to do. I think that was like the perfect Grandmaster, just because, yeah, you do. You are having fun, you still get the challenge, mm-hmm. and you get something out of it. Pretty nice. Yeah. Hey, at least uh, we're kind of on the uh, downward slope for the Grandmasters. We've done three of the six. So we've done them every week so far. We managed to complete them. Corrupted is this coming reset. After that, we have the Devil's Lair, which we have done in the past. Yep. I'm actually looking forward to doing Devil's Lair again. It's actually a lot of fun for what it is. And then to close out all of our Grandmasters, it's the Proving Grounds one more time. Which we've done. Which we have done. Mm -hmm. And that, that was... I'm not going to lie, when that strike came out and it was brand new, it was brutal. Especially that tank room. That tank room is no joke. We have to, now it's an issue of us having to get past that first part in the tank room uh, since the banner shields aren't going to be doing what they used to. Mm-hmm. We still kind of do that, but then we jump in underneath for the rest of it for the next two waves and we can we can kind of mitigate it. I think I might do what I did last time and go on stasis and throw down a turret behind us to kind of shoot everything. Yep. While we take out one side and then turn around and take out the other. We'll, we'll work it through. I'm actually kind of shocked how well Ariana's Val worked in Exodus Crash, because that's what I had well, on. I love Ariana's, dude, because then you just you, you have an extra slot for something that already comes in with Keep forgetting that some of these weapons have built-in champion-breaking perks. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the other one, Devil's Ruin, I think, is the unstoppable. Uh, the, yeah, no, it's is it unstoppable or is it anti-barrier? Yeah, it's unstoppable. The, the it's unstoppable. sidearm. Right. Yep, unstoppable. Yeah, yeah. So and, it's uh, the, and well, we have a uh, finally have, uh, Bastion is have, now unstoppable. And then you have Leviathan's Breath. That's unstoppable. Mm-hmm. So it, there's so a Divinity's bunch of Overload. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what other ones are Overload. But Lamonar... I'm sorry, not Lamonar. Uh, Lament, the sword, yeah. is anti-barrier. You know, so they do have, you know, some interesting ones that can break a champion and stun them. And I, I totally forgot about Ariana's Vow. I didn't like it when it first came out. I managed to end up getting the the entire thing, uh, got the catalyst and completed the catalyst on it. So it's completely catalyst out. So now it has more ammo, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it, the, and then now it, it just reloads. Yeah, it has auto-loading holster on it. I pop the shield, put it away, just shoot at whatever, uh, the, the barrier champion, whatever weapons I want. 
And then when it's going to do the motion to pull the shield back up, boop, Ariana's back in my hand. Boom. Shield goes down. It's a sniper as a hand cannon. I love it. It's very worth it. More if on. anybody has it and doesn't have the catalyst, it's very worth it. That's oh, one of the definitely. most worth fucking guns you have to have a catalyst well, on I think, it. I think it gives you three extra bullets in it. Yep. It goes up from like six to nine or something like that. And those extra rounds, even though auto-loading, still having extra shots because then you can just sit there and plank back on it if you really want to do some bigger damage. It's worth it at that point. Now, we're talking about things being worth it. Trials Freelance version went live in Crucible Labs. A little node appeared next to Trials of Osiris this weekend for freelance mode. Basically, solo queue for everybody. All the teams are all solo players. This is another week that I still have not dipped my toes into Trials. I, I think I am just done with the mode for this season. Unless there's something that, number one, is going to be like a really big offer as a weapon. Like, you know, if, um, God, what is that summoner? But the the pulse rifle. Oh, messenger? Rolls, messenger that rolls with Desperado, you know. That comes back as like, you know, oh, hey, I can try to get the adept version of that. Maybe I might ask mm-hmm. some cracked out PvP players that I know. Hey, is your backpack big enough to carry my fat ass? And see if no. I go for it. Block. What? No, no block. Exactly. <laughs> um, otherwise, I think I'm I think I'm done with trials. I got everything I could get out of it. I got a full set of the hunter gear. I got a Reed's Regret with uh, killing wind and Vorpal weapon on it. I'm happy oh, with that. I got a, a Sola Scar that has chain reaction on it. I'm, I'm happy, you know. I got mm-hmm. I got some pretty weapons. I got a couple of Shire's Wraths that I'm fine with. I don't really have a need to go play Trials again. People want to goof around and do it. But did you dip your toe at all into the freelance mode? What oh yeah, I, I I had to because I mean the past experiences have been like to me just straight up bullshit. So I was mm-hmm. like. I'm going to have to give this a try because it is freelance. It's just everybody's just in there just to play. And it, and it literally feels just like that. You're just playing now. The, like the competitive version of it, it kind of like, it kind of goes away. It's It feels very like, like literally it feels like a very casual way to play. Everybody's kind of like just playing just to play. Yeah. And, and I really, I mean, I'm, for me, I stayed in there for a couple of like matches. I want to say probably like, I want to say up to like ten, maybe ten matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won like half. I won half of them, so I'm, yep. I'm at five and and uh, I got a, I got pretty much the the pieces that I wanted, which is the head, yeah. the chest, and the mm-hmm. and the legs for the hunter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think it's very worth it to go in. Anybody that really is like kind of like iffy about it, I think this is like the perfect time to get in. Oh, I'm no, like, I'm just not, tr- I'm not gonna deny it. When if if you never played trials before, but you're interested in some of the loot, go in there for like a weekend with some buddies and just get the engrams, take them to Rahul, have him decrypt them, so you start putting the loot in the loot pool, mm-hmm. and you get copies of things. That way, if you want to transmog some of your armor, 
to make it look like the Trials gear, you can. Or if you get a really good roll on your Trials gear, keep it. Plus, you're getting some of the weapons. But once you get that stuff, that's up to you then if you want to keep going forward, if you like it or not. I'm kind of like, eh. I don't, I don't see a point at this moment. Okay, I, I don't really see a point in like going like flawless because I, I mean, me, I'm all about like the whole fashion thing. So mm-hmm. I only look for like specific things. If yeah. if that's not in it, then I don't really like go for it. Yeah. For, like pretty much once I got like the three pieces that I wanted, and pretty much that's what I got like off the bat. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> But it's very, I mean, right now, it feels, like, good enough to go in there. It really, it just, it feels really, really good. It's like, it feels like week one again. I'm not going to lie. Oh, that's, it feels good. Like week that, one. that's a good feeling, man. That's a good feeling. It feels like yeah, week it, one. It feels like week one. It feels very, like, it's very calm. It's like, the, of course, the flawless pool is still up and whatnot. So well, The flawless pool went live as we've been recording. So, because mm-hmm. we record on a Sunday and it went live I think already. It, if you don't want to go through that, then I mean, go like on a Monday if you have the time to go in there and I mean, just chill out. It's it's not bad. It's very not bad. By the way, since you mentioned the flawless pool, this is just something I want to get out there for anybody that actually listens and does play trials. There, there's there been complaints within the player base that way too many sweaty players are playing their cards up to six wins and then resetting. And so that way, it's always the matches are so hard going into trials that as you're starting off, you know, everything's getting back. According to the people at Bungie, they've seen a very small amount of cards actually doing that. Mm -hmm. So it's not exactly that that's the issue, more like the player size, the pool size keeps shrinking, which is they expected it to. So we're seeing more and more better people because the people like me that, hey, man, in my first two weeks, I got all the stuff I wanted. Peace. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of what it is, folks. Like, whoever I, I went don't... in there, like, the first week and you got everything that you wanted, you're not going to go back in there. There's no point. <laughs> it's unlike, for me, it's unlike, you know, I will play trials maybe at the start of the, each season if there's new stuff to try to get that new stuff. But once I get it and I get somewhat of a half decent roll that I'm okay with, I'm done. Yeah, I don't need to keep going well. any further. That's Unlike what I'm doing. Every time Mayhem rolls around in the regular Crucible rotation, I will play Mayhem multiple times throughout the entire week that it's available because I like the mode. Mm-hmm. You know? Same thing with momentum control. I will play that on repeat because I like the mode. I don't really care for trials, apparently. You know, I mean, I don't, I really, I mean, I wasn't expecting really anything out of trials like this season at all. It's like the first week gave me that, like, oh, damn, this is gonna be fun. But the next couple of weeks were like shitty as shit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it, it. I guess it's just going to happen naturally on its own. So yeah. folks like us, we can at least expect that when it comes for the first time in a new season, everybody's going to be in it and it's going to feel good. You know? Yeah, it's like right now. That's how it feels right now. Being solo, yeah. being like having that mode 
really feels like week one again. Maybe I you have try it out you have the occasional like super sweaty person, not mm-hmm. team. Yeah, and and it's like, hey, this is actually possible. It feels like it's possible again to go flawless if you're looking into going flawless. I I've, have seen people talking about how it's basically like whether or not you get a competent teammates in flawless uh-huh. in, a, in a the freelance mode not flawless mode freelance mode is basically like the biggest rng game of all time with this <laughs> isn't that a lot of fun who you're gonna get. <laughs> you have no idea who's gonna roll with you you might be the only person on your team that's competent and you only can get like a 0.5 kd normally so it's like oh boy that's gonna yeah. be a blowout match but yeah, it happens it happens. i mean if you're not looking at going flawless and you just want certain pieces, fucking go in there. Right now is like a perfect time just to chill out. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It, it's it, it. I think everybody should give it a shot. It's one yeah. of those modes that if you've never done it, probably now is the most friendliest time you could try it out. Oh, yeah. It because is. Because it's becoming more and more apparent that this isn't as much as it's advertised as a pinnacle PvP activity. So basically end game PvP. It's not as intimidating as people well, it's not as intimidating as it used to be. It's a lot friendlier and more open to new players. And you're at least gonna get something out of it. Especially if you you're just starting off and your ranks are really low, you're gonna make more uh, cruci- uh, trials and grams very quickly. Oh yeah. So you're, you're actually gonna get, get like more five or loot six. up front. Yeah, you're gonna get more loot up front than somebody like me that I'm kind of like, I think fabled or mythic or something like that. So it takes more XP to do it. But oh, this the uh, freelance trials also has increased reward gains. So. Yep. It's a nice double XP, so it's like 200 after a couple of matches. Hey, and if you get a passage of wealth unlocked, that's, that's even more, more reward yep. XP. So there you go. Perfect time to get it. If you want to go in, go in. It's all right. Don't go in there with that. I mean, I want to go in there and fucking win. No, nah, it doesn't matter. Dude. Just go in there. Just go in, just <laughs> go in and play. Do what you can do. Get Figure out how the mode works. Try to get some gear out of it. And if you like it, do it again that weekend. If you don't like it, eh. Move on. Move on. <laughs> Go play something else or wait for the new season to start because there'll probably be some new guns stuck in there that you can then earn. So, there you go. My sigh of exasperation has started. Oh, no, dude. Not this. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I really going into this, no. But, but let, let's, just, let's just see if we can break this down here. Now, way back when the Witch Queen finally was announced during the Bungie showcase that they did, and they talked about everything that was coming, moving forward, um, that's where the additions of Witch Queen became available for you to purchase, you know, pre-order, and what was included in each one. So the standard edition came with the campaign, Weapon crafting, the new glaive archetype, a new raid, exotic gear, and a new six-player activity. The deluxe edition, which cost more, had all the stuff from the standard edition, 
plus the following, each their own separate bullet point. First bullet point, exotic SMG, the catalyst and the ornament. Mm -hmm. Next bullet point, access to seasons 16, 17, 18, and 19. Third bullet point, two dungeons released in year five. Fourth bullet point, Throne World's Exotic Sparrow. For some unknown reason, this past week on the social media, which social media amplifies things and makes things seem louder than they are, but it did cause Bungie to trend again. And recently when Bungie's been trending, it's not for positive news. It's a cash grab. Well, (laughs) apparently, for some unknown reason, people were looking at what was available and started to realize that the dungeons, the two dungeons released in year five, were only available in the Deluxe Edition or the Deluxe 30th Anniversary Bundle. Basically, you had to have the Deluxe Edition. The confusion started arising when people were like, well, wait a minute, what if I just want to buy, if I just buy the base and I only want to buy the season that the dungeon is in? It's like, no. Cosmo, one of the community managers, responded to a thread on Reddit, which got posted, basically saying that the dungeons are not included in the seasonal access. So season 16, 17, 18, and 19, none of those will include a dungeon with it a dungeon will become available during that time periods, but they're not part of the season purchase if you're buying per season. They did also mention that they're going to come up with a way to allow players to just purchase the dungeons separately if they wish. Yep. And that's the start of this entire thing. People freaking out about this. People going on saying that this is a cash grab. Bungie's now piecemealing everything too much. They're now going to, because they're selling the dungeons separately, they're going to sell the raids separately too. Everything's going to be piecemeal. Wasn't this already happening for a while now? (laughs) Well, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I, I think the first thing that we need to actually point out is this is not like this was hidden. When this was announced back in August 24th, I think. (laughs) August 23rd. Yeah, it was the 24th. That's when Season of the Lost went live. That's the day that the Bungie uh, showcase went out while the servers were down, where they brought all this stuff to everybody's attention. So way back in August, we are now... This is October 24th. So this is two months later. This peaked up that apparently people's reading comprehension skills finally kicked in partially and went, oh, this isn't included with this. And it's been there in black and white this whole time on the page for purchasing the Witch Queen and what everything comes with. So folks are losing their mind over this. They want... Everything included. The, the, I've seen the arguments. Well, all the previous dungeons came included with the seasonal contents. That's not true. Shattered Throne was part of Forsaken, which was the main expansion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pit of Heresy was part of Shadowkeep, a main mm-hmm. expansion. 
not the seasonal stuff, main expansions. Now they're going to say, but Outrider, Prophecy Dungeon, that came with how, Season of Arrivals. How dare you, Outrider? How dare I, how dare I Outrider? Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't be that sarcastic, but if you go back to this, the, the TWAB, This Week at Bungie, from June 11th, 2020, which is when they announced Beyond Light, and they did all that, they mention right here, underneath the Season of Arrivals gameplay trailer. Make sure, make, make sure you read it slowly, dude. Just I'm going to read it slowly. very slowly. It said, it's oh, and did we mention there's a brand new dungeon? Prophecy is free to all players and transports you into a strange dimension to seek out the Nine. It's got some real Rainbow Road vibes, too. Here's a peek. And then there's your Prophecy dungeon preview video. Prophecy was free to all players, meaning it was not part of the Season of Arrivals seasonal content purchase. Mm-hmm. It is free, much like Vault of Glass is free to all players. Yep. Now, what Bungie really needs to do, because when I look at dungeons, I consider Shattered Throne, Pit of Heresy, and Prophecy to be the only three dungeons in the game. Because they're a little True. more involved. They're three-man activities that are like micro-raids, basically. However, if you're playing the game, especially on like PlayStation Network, and you look at your friends list, it's like, what are they doing? On the PlayStation side of things, it'll say, like, Presage, Dungeon. <laughs> and then list, you know, where you're at, Tangled Shore. Uh, Harbinger, Dungeon, EDZ. It's like, the, oh, so Bungie considers those dungeons. Well, those were part included with the seasonal pass. So there is some confusion here. Bungie needs to seriously label things better as to what the content actually is. Do they mm-hmm. consider those things actual dungeons or not? Are the, are the dungeons actually these big three modes? My personal opinion is when whatever the dungeons are that are coming with the digital deluxe edition, which is $80 US, those are going to be on scale with Prophecy, Shattered Throne, and Pit of Heresy. They're going to be Mm -hmm. larger dungeons. The other argument I've seen is people, going back to something that Luke, I think Luke Smith maybe said, long time ago, almost a year or two ago, about Eververse purchases, funding the development of dungeons and raids and whatnot. So they're going, if Eververse is paid for this, why do we have to buy this again? Where did they ever say that just because it's funding the development of it doesn't mean they can't sell it separately? This is a business. I know that's hard to hear. <laughs> they want to make money. They're also expanding their studio. They're starting new projects, too, outside of Destiny, while increasing the amount of staff for Destiny to keep going beyond the uh, Final Shape expansion in a couple of years. I, I know this is difficult to hear. They didn't what lie the to fuck, you. They, 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 what they the didn't fuck? lie to you. What the was, fuck, dude? They, they flat out <laughs> said that you needed the digital deluxe version to get these two dungeons. All you had to which, do was fucking which, read. Which, by the way, <laughs> by the way, the digital deluxe version is essentially a full year worth of content. 
which goes to the next line of thought, is that everything should be a subscription for Destiny. To simplify things, everything should be a subscription to Destiny. So the, the brain trusts that I've seen writing these subscription formats are basically writing the exact same things that Bungie is selling right now. Well, you have the base subscription for this much a month that you get just the expansion and whatever, and these things. Then you have the more uh, upgraded subscription, which offers these additional things. And then you have the super whale subscription that offers even more. And I'm sitting there going, standard edition, single purchase. Deluxe edition, single purchase. Deluxe 30th anniversary bundle, one single purchase. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's just as one purchase. And then Bungie even goes even further. It's like, well, you piecemeal it too much because you wanted it piecemeal. You didn't want it to be all in one thing because people have complained that they may not have the money to purchase things or they don't want to purchase all the seasons up front when they don't know what these seasons are going to be and whether or not they're going to like them. So that's mm -hmm. why Bungie went, okay, so you could buy the expansions and you can buy each individual season you want for 10 bucks each while that season is live. Okay, great. That, hey, that works, Bungie. Now, you can't do that, Bungie. You can do that, Bungie. What do you want? Bungie is in a losing position here. Regardless of what the fuck they want to do to monetize their game, because this is an entertainment product that is a commercial product that costs money to produce, and you're going to pay money to play it. Yep. What, what do you want? What really? What the fuck do you want? I don't know it. at this I'm, point how we can put it any more bluntly. I'm confused as much as you are. I don't know what the hell the community wants anymore. Now it's just like now they just want to bitch about anything now. <laughs> I, I sit there and I, it's like this isn't anything brand new when it comes to monetizing a game. I used to play Star Wars: The Old Republic, and I remember. It started off as a $15 a month subscription only, which that was like the World of Warcraft model, if I remember World of Warcraft's pricing. I really didn't play it much outside of the first expansion, and I didn't like it, but I like Star Wars. And then it went free-to-play with an option for subscription. The subscription gave you some things. Plus, it had a almost a um, loot box store to purchase cosmetics out of. So this that sounds familiar, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. it, multiple pricing tiers, multiple availabilities for people. I mean, what what do you want? If you know as a player how to read what's on Bungie's website, you're going to be able to figure this out. And even more so, if you now know how Bungie sets up how they do their game, which is basically an annual release, you know in advance that, oh, hey, next year at this time, the new release comes out. So I'm either going to spend $40 for the base thing, $80 for the deluxe thing, and get everything included. The 30th anniversary thing, that's new for this year because that's 30th anniversary of the company yep. being around. I don't see that happening again next year. So I think we're going to be going back when, you know, Lightfall hits, where it's going to be standard edition, deluxe edition. 
if you don't want to dip your toes into the deluxe edition and put out a whole year's worth of stuff, you get the standard edition and purchase, you know, your seasonal stuff. I will concede that I think when the season is attached to a um, expansion, you know, when the expansion has a season with it, the season yeah. should be included with the expansion, you know? I think mm-hmm. that should be a thing. Shadowkeep did that, and then they didn't do that afterwards. I, I still think that should be a thing. But I don't have a problem with different pricing breakdowns. I don't have an issue with what they're doing. I think I'd have more of an issue if they offered everything as a um, subscription with monthly payments. I hate those because you tend to forget that they're going on. Um, I think that's that's kind of bad because you could forget that you had your subscription going, especially if it's rather low priced. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just yep. a small monthly payment and you end up paying more. I had this feeling that if Destiny went subscription, the base price would be nine bucks a month, ten bucks a month US. So whatever that is internationally, I can't tell you. And then you're paying, if it's ten bucks a month, $120 a year, which is $40 more than the digital deluxe edition being offered right now, mm-hmm. which includes the two dungeons. Because they want to incentivize you to buy a full year's worth of content. And there's nothing wrong with the company doing that. Yeah, I just may have shilled for Bungie, but I don't get paid by them. I, don't, I barely think any of them listen to this, if they've ever listened to this show. But essentially, they did. I, they I probably hate me for sure. No. They just mute you. They just mute you. It's like, they, you they, son they, of a bitch. Is this guy again? <laughs> I, I, I told them that you've eaten paint chips. Yeah, it was like, he probably went to public school. That fucking ass. I don't know. If I went to public school, too, I don't want to hear it for a while. But it, now they, they, they know that your mom put the swing set next to the brick wall. And you were like swinging into it face first, Dude, you know? They understand. I came out on my mom's ass. That's why my head kind of like spoils oh. in a little bit. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what did I see? The, the, the DC uh, TV show Peacemaker. There's one like clip for it. He's talking about butt babies, the babies that are born <laughs> for the butt. So apparently, Bacon is a butt baby. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm sorry. not real, folks. Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to parse this through, but. I understand there needs to be better clarification. I don't understand people saying there's too many options because the moment you take away options, people will demand more options. Yeah. This is just the cyclical nature of things. And you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And to be very honest, I'd rather have multiple different purchasing options. I know I'm doing a game purchase. I don't require it being a monthly charge to a credit card because I am an adult that can put aside some money to once a year purchase an entire year's worth of content to play at my leisure. Nobody's forcing you to buy it now. The expansion doesn't come until like fucking next year. Save up your money. You know, folks, I didn't even <laughs> buy I didn't buy Shadowkeep at launch. Yeah. You remember that bacon? I waited like a couple of weeks uh-huh. before I purchased it. Because I wanted to see what it was gonna go. And Shadowkeep came with Undying, so I played through that. I was excited from the hype trailer for the following season, which Saint 14 was returned. So I purchased that for ten dollars. 
played through that, hated Fractaline and that grind so much that I didn't purchase the next season, which was the one with the um, Almighty crashing down onto yep. the planet. You know, I came back because there was some free stuff that I saw at the very end and picked up a couple things here and there, like the Fellwinter's Lie Quest was free for everybody. It was not part of the seasonal content that you had to pay for. So I got that at the very end. And then Season of the Rivals was going to hit, and I remember Bacon going, you're going to be playing this? I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to. He's like, good, because I was going to buy you your damn thing anyways. (laughs) So you could be part of it. I was like, all right. It's like, don't worry about it. And I, I got it, and I enjoyed Arrival. The bonus was, hey, we got a dungeon that's now available for everybody. I could not believe how excited I was that everybody got a dungeon now, that it wasn't just locked behind. A full expansion purchase. Mm-hmm. There's now a dungeon available for anybody to play. I thought that was great. I think right there, most of the community got spoiled because, oh, wait, we can get it for free now, so that's good. No. <laughs> it was just something they wanted to do for them. I just don't, I just don't <laughs> think that they, they've understood this entire time how purchasing stuff in this game works. I don't think they have. And I sit there and I go, I worked at a game store for years. This is no different than just buying deluxe and collector's editions and all this shit that you buy physical copies of. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't get it. It's just digital purchases. It's like, oh, well, I go into the PlayStation store on my PS4 and I look at everything available and it just confuses me. It's like, could you spend a little more time reading? Then you can't take it slow if it needs to. It's all right. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I, I, I'm really at a loss. It's like, Take your time looking at everything. Ask questions if you don't understand. Don't just immediately, like... You're not going to look stupid if you ask questions. Just ask the question. It's all right. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm fine with what they're doing. I think they're going to keep doing this moving forward. I have zero issue with them trying to incentivize purchasing the digital deluxe edition, which pretty much beforehand was just some extra cosmetics in the four seasons that were attached to it with nothing Mm -hmm. else. And even then I'm like, eh, since they're not giving you a break on the price, you know, I'm basically buying everything up front. Eh, Now it's like, oh, hey, if I do this, I'm also getting two. Now you have my attention. (laughs) Now for me, I I think that's not a bad deal. I know everybody else that might only get the Witch Queen by itself want the dungeons too. Well, hey, guess what? If Bungie sells those things and they're nice and cheap, would you pick them up? Like five bucks a dungeon, 10 bucks a dungeon? Would you do that? Probably. I remember two years ago playing with some of the Space Canada people and we were all sitting back going, we need more content. We want stuff to do. We would pay $30 for an expansion that brought back all the raids from Destiny 1. We were saying this stuff then. We were willing to pay money to bring back stuff, which they're now doing for free. Vault of Glass is back. We're getting another reprised raid this upcoming year for free. And we were willing, we were talking about it then that we would have spent money on this stuff. And, uh, And I was telling this to Bacon before we started, but just to bring everything full circle here, Now, we've established that people don't want to pay extra money, that they want 
these dungeons included with the seasonal content, that they're mad that they only get them included with the digital deluxe version, not in the expansion. Expansion has a raid, by the way, and a six-man activity. They never said they had to have a dungeon in that expansion either. Get ready, folks. So I saw on the re- the Destiny 2 subreddit, the what was it, R Destiny the game, I think that's what it is, which is basically the salt mine of the Destiny community. There is a oh, hot good old trending mice. topic of people complaining about the cost internationally, mind you. I think it's like $32 Canadian for the 30th anniversary bundle. You know, which is which is basically a whole bunch of cosmetic goods, including a dungeon that has the Thorn Armor sets that you can grind out, as well as access to the Yalahorn, its catalyst, and I think there's an ornament for the Yalahorn too. Fine. But there's also a free element to the 30th anniversary when that happens starting December 7th. There's a six-man activity. I don't know what kind of rewards are going to be offered during that. So we don't know what we're doing. But this is all basically the 30th anniversary bundle that they're selling for $24.99 individually, U.S., or part of the big-ass digital deluxe version, which is $99 U.S., which actually saves you 5 bucks on it has a dungeon in it. Keep in mind, what I'm saying here has a dungeon in it. I read the comments of the people complaining that they don't want the digital, they don't want to buy the 30th anniversary bundle because they don't want the cosmetics, yet they want to purchase the dungeon separately. (laughs) Earlier this week, these same people were complaining that they didn't want to purchase the dungeons that were being offered in the digital deluxe thing because they should have been included with the seasonal content. Or with the expansion. But for the 30th anniversary thing, they want to buy the dungeon. What do you want, people? Do you want to buy this stuff separately? Or do you not want to buy this stuff separately? Because you're coming up with two separate answers constantly. For me, they just sound like a bunch of just spoiled brats. And those are not people that shouldn't be fucking like worth their time to even talk about. (laughs) But that's just the absurdity of this right now. This is absolutely absurd that this is going on and people are just, I get it. We're going to have talks about how this game's supposed to run. Well, in our minds, how we would like it to run. But mm-hmm. when it comes down to it is Bunchy's a business. They have a business model. They set up how they want to do stuff. They do listen to f- customer feedback. That is a very important part of maintaining a successful business. And they've been That's why they that made now. the changes that they made. Yeah, exactly. But this is also why they've been able to keep Destiny going now from 2014 with Destiny 1. They've been evolving this whole time. They've been keeping up with that. People call Activision. Well, it turns out Activision wasn't the bad guys. Activision was keeping Bungie from monetizing their game. Are you kidding me? Activision would have piecemealed this thing in such a manner you would not be accustomed to if they thought they can get away with it. Seriously, look at some of what, what, what Call of Duty, what they're offering for Call of Duty. I don't even fucking look at that bullshit. <laughs> don't, don't tell me that Bungie wouldn't, uh, Activision wouldn't have like sliced this up into like billions of little pieces. Everything it would have been even transaction. It would have been fucking horrible. It literally would have been microtransaction city. Not even gonna lie, it would have been that. 
My favorite, yeah, another thing that I thought was hilarious was people talking about that the people that have no problems with this, with this digital deluxe dungeon thing, are the same people that wail on Eververse. For those unfamiliar with the term, to wail means to spend exorbitant amount of money on. So you, you go in and you just buy whatever you want with almost no consideration for the cost. Mm-hmm. I don't wail on Eververse unless I'm wailing with my right dust which i earn in the game i've only bought like one you know when i first came into playstation mm-hmm. i bought a couple of things from everywhere because i was like i don't want to be left behind like a little yeah. bit you know get a couple of ships here and there yeah. but i think just recently i bought uh like 20 bucks worth because there was some some, some points going on in the microsoft store so i was like i want that <laughs> Well, other than I that, bought, I don't really don't buy anything. <laughs> the last thing I purchased from Eververse was when Vault of Glass was going live, and they offered an emote that was sitting on the throne, and you knock off the little hologram of Atheon off the side of it. Yeah. It's, it's a chair, and it came with, like, some bright dust. Patent bundled for, like, 15 bucks. I wanted it more for the emote. I still have 400, bright du- uh, 400 silver left over from whatever amount of silver they gave me. And it's probably going to stay on my account now for God knows how long. Yeah, same. I'm like, I'm like mean, 500. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I bought one thing. Oh, am I whaling in Eververse? No. Do you're a fucking whale, dude. I'm a whale, yeah. No, I'm the size of a whale. I'm not actually a whale, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't no, know. No. It's like it's, it's like we we can't really say much because it's like it it literally just feels like spoiled breaths. They got it's spoiled been... in some sort of weird fucking way for them to think that like everything has to be fucking free now, and it has to be either cheap as fuck or free. But how come now? <laughs> how come now? They just noticed <laughs> two months into it that the dungeons are coming in the digital deluxe only. How if anything, is it now I'm gonna, this thing. I'm I'm gonna think it in like kind of like their way, which is they saw three packages, and those three packages confuses the shit out of them because they usually they like to see only two, which is basic and deluxe. And they thought probably, well, the basic is gonna give me everything because there are three packages now, but I don't know. You see how confused I am. I'm not the smartest fucking guy in the world, but damn, I did read it. <laughs> you're, 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 you may you figured out what was coming with what. That's the difference. <laughs> and you I, understood what was coming for what with the prices offered, and you were like, "Oh, I'm fine with this you, purchase." Boom. And you know what I did? I I even asked you guys questions. I I am buying the right one, right? I asked you guys yeah, just to make sure. I was like, okay, hey, you know what? I got it. Okay, that's I, the one I'm going to get. We flat out said it's like, well, it became more difficult for you because you have Game Pass. Yeah. And some of that stuff is going to be available on Game Pass. So it's like, what do you need? So we tried to work you through it until you figured out what you needed and you got it and you're all happy. You have everything ready to go for when yeah, stuff starts it. going live in uh, December 7th. The only reason I took a long time is because the card that I use, it wasn't, I couldn't use it. So, yeah. And I had to ask a favor. Me? Uh, I looked at everything offered, and I went, hey, honey, um, this is going to be my big game purchase to give me a year's worth of content. Are you okay with me spending $100 on this? And she said, yes, you're going to get a year's worth of playtime out of this. That's a hell of a deal. 
it's like a year's worth, but it's really gonna be like damn near three years because we do play a lot of fucking Destiny. So, <laughs> you know, ask questions, just read a little bit more. If things are confusing, yes, Bungie can in their marketing try to clarify things a little bit more. But when you have bullet points and each one's a separate bullet point, that means each one's its own individual item. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, you know, we are reaching we are reaching the point where if you've been playing through the season, the seasonal story has been finished. We really don't have too too much going on. Grandmaster Nightfalls are a thing. You can play trials if you want. Uh, ratings still happening with people doing Vault of Glass, still trying to get their hands on the Vex Mythoclass, and maybe, you know, Deepstone Crypt if they have access to that. But other people are just taking a break right now until December. Because December is when the next batch of new, new stuff happens. Festival of the Lost is going on, but people are like, eh, kind of burned out on that. Uh, so I, I was looking at, you know, what I can do until then, and if I'm playing Destiny, I'm going to log in just to do the Grandmasters every week until I get the thing gilded. And I'm doing the Master Vogue weekly challenges. You know? Tonight is actually a night that I'm doing one of them. I'm doing the uh, Gatekeeper. Oh, shit. Are you going with the... I forgot what his name. Yeah, I'm going with Pasala and his group, yeah. yeah you go. He, he sent me a message earlier this week saying, hey, are you available Sunday at 5? I was Sir, what do you want me to bring? I'd like to go on my hunter. He goes, bring a warlock or titan. I'm like, oh shit. I hope I have one of those leveled up high enough that I can do this. <laughs> Time to play, dude. You got you a couple no, hours. No, my, my warlock, my warlock with the artifact is at 1350 power flat. So that oh. is within 10. I can do this. I think they're just gonna have me hold the uh conflux outside like the plate outside and take out the uh, ads and the uh, overload champions. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because they want <laughs> the fastest way to get rid of these overload champions, believe it or not, is with overload sword with the, uh, the, the thing that when you have a sword out, you take less damage at close range. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I'm going to be doing that, but I'll be doing that on a, on my warlock, my solar warlock. <laughs> oh no, dude. <laughs> So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be doing it. We'll be doing it tonight. Uh, I, I'm hoping maybe just one or two tries, just to kind of get a feel for it. I know it's going to be a mess. I've done the encounter, but I have not done the uh, challenge for the encounter. Mm-hmm. So if I get this done, boom, I'm done with that one. Then it goes down to Atheon next week. Then Confluxes the week after. Then it would conclude with the Oracles in three weeks. So. And keep my fingers crossed we get it done tonight. But past that, I don't know about you, but I got like a backlog of games that I could play. Dude, I'm pretty much the same fucking thing that you're doing. I'm playing every single fucking game that I can that I can possibly download into the yeah. into the series S, which I'm yeah. doing a whole lot of like deleting this, put that in because I do need an extra memory card. <laughs> I still need I, some I extra, that, you know, stuff. I know that feeling. I know that feeling. I'll probably finish up. I, I know I'm at the end dungeon for Yakuza Like a Dragon. I'll probably sit down and finally just go into it just to finish the game off and just to get the completion. I know I want to get more and more 
um, levels with certain job classes and things like that for my other characters. But be frank with you, I could probably just go through right now with the base classes that they all have because I've been using them for so long. They're already max leveled. So mm-hmm. um, I have some other games that are still in my shrink wrap <laughs> that oh, I could pop open and <laughs> finally give a shot with. You know, there's a couple of role playing games. There's some other stuff here and there. But I have been looking at, you know, an actual purchase because I do have a couple bucks available in my PlayStation wallet. And there was a game that came out called Carrion that finally came out on PlayStation. It's been out on like the Switch and PC and some other things. It's kind of like the reverse Metroidvania game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, yep. It's reversed in the fact that you're not some like scientist or a super soldier or something going into like these bases and exploring around and all this stuff and trying to like fight off all these enemies. No, no. And Carrion, you are the enemy going around the base. It's like the thing. You're like this blob of like meat and teeth and all this that have tentacles and just like grab things and shred them. And you're like going around like murdering everything. And I'm sitting there going, Oh, it just released out of nowhere, you know, Devolver Digital and they're, Infinite Wisdom decided to just drop the game onto the PS Store without actually giving us an announcement, other than, hey, it's coming soon at some point. And it's available, but it's also on sale. It's oh. like 20 bucks, So it's like down to 15 so I'm going, hmm, I might actually get this. I got enough for this. I mean, right now, I'm like, I'm happy that I got fucking Game Pass. Oh, I, I wish. <laughs> so, I wish so PlayStation I'm, I'm, has something like Game Pass. I'm playing every single like like right now. I'm, I'm very very hooked into like the Long Dark, which is like a survival game that has like a nice little oh, like yeah. story to it. Like it's mm-hmm. like it's called like Winter Mute. Oh my god, dude, that story is fucking insane. It's so much fun. It's like you really get into it, and then with like the little with the music and all the characters are in there. I'm oh dude, I'm playing the fuck out of it, man. I, I think I'm gonna start like an extra. Like another like playthrough and try to do like on the uh, like on the harder versions. Nice. Oh, dude, it's 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 like it's really really fun. And then you know the occasional you know probably like another shooter, State of Decay. Gonna wait for that, and then you know the uh, State of Decay three when that comes out, which is I think right. like December. And then Forza five is coming up, so I already pre-installed that. It's ready mm-hmm. to go. So that's gonna be. I mean, I'm nice. playing. I'm, I'm going to be playing those games for like November, unless something like important, I guess, happens like in Destiny. Yeah. I don't think anything's going to happen throughout the month of November, to be honest with you. So I think you're safe. Mm-hmm. I think you're safe there. I don't think anything's going to go down until, like, story wise, we're probably not going to see a conclusion of the uh, season of the Lost Story till like that week before Witch Queen comes out. Yeah. Maybe two weeks out. Um, the next thing that we're all counting on is going to be the um, 30th anniversary stuff, which starts December 7th. We do know that we're getting the dawning at some point, which is just an, it's the, the Christmas event. Uh, we're also getting uh, Age of Triumph before uh, Witch Queen comes out because, you know, hey, they're, they are vaulting the Forsaken Campaign and the Tangled Shore. So the Age of Triumph is the get in there, do these things and uh, get some rewards for it before they go away. And then, then we have Witch Queen in, you know, February 22nd of next year. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's like we're gonna be packed with games. So yeah, we we already are packed with games. I just I wish I had more time. And you know, and because you'll make fun of me because you're an ass. Uh, I do still play Genshin Impact, and I am trying to build oh. up some characters. Jesus that, Christ, dude! Shut up. <laughs> I'm actually trying to level some characters, and my my daughter, who I allow, you know, to press buttons on my controller. She really likes the wish mechanic. That's the, uh, you know, the gotcha gambling thing. You basically press a button. You see, like, shooting stars come down and stuff. And then, oh, hey, this is what you get out of it. All right. Loot box gambling. But I use the free, the currency that I earned while playing the game to do this shit. Mm-hmm. Well, she pressed the button on the limited time banner for the characters that I was kind of holding oh. on to. Which oh. <laughs> gave me the the five star character that was out of it, which is like the gold rank S tier character that I wasn't looking at picking up on one wish. Which I'm not going to say it's a bad thing because Tartalia is actually a very good character. It's just I was trying to hold on to that pity, which means I have one kind of in the pipe because I've had so many wishes without a five star that you're getting to the point where on the 80th one you get a guaranteed one. I yeah. thought I was under 80. It turned out when I recounted everything, I was at 79 before she hit go. And oh. that was the 80th wish. And that was the instant I got <laughs> the five star. So now I'm just like, anytime I get up a wish, it's like, come here, press the button. Huh? I'm trying to rebuild this up. So when something <laughs> comes around, I'd actually do one. I'm like ready to go. But yeah, now I have a new character to build up. Who's actually really good. It's just that it takes time and effort and resources, and I have to farm resources, and it's just it's going to take a while to build up, yeah, to get them to level ninety and get them a good weapon, and level the weapon, and level up all their skills and talents, and get all their artifacts all leveled and grind it out, and it's it's going to take time, but that's something that I can do during this downtime too, you know, provided I'm not running around as a blob of teeth and tentacles and just like killing scientists and everything else and I freaking I'd much rather do that <laughs> I, I tell you what if I get carrying I definitely will have it on my stream I will be streaming it because it's just going to be completely wild and crazy and just like gory and I think it's almost perfect for Halloween at this point don't you know what else I ever got fucking what? San Andreas the remastered version definitive edition is going to be on game pass so I'll be playing that too <laughs> are you getting all three because it's supposed to be like grand theft auto three uh yeah Vice city, city and, uh, san, san andreas. andreas but like the cool thing san andreas is going to be in game pass so i won't have to worry about that one so i mean i'll probably just go and buy like Vice city Vice city was like my favorite one out of like every single one of them. yeah i like Vice city the most out of them too even though i did find some of the changes in san andreas kind of cool like yeah exercising and eating and like man you know keeping your look with the hairstyles and all that you know that was it's like neat. it's like if, if i can be honest because of that game i kind of started working on my body a little bit <laughs> and then like i started like fixing up my hair and then like eating really? right i was like really? i want to look like him <laughs> you want to look like cj <laughs> i want to look like cj i even got a tan he was a pretty good tan <laughs> you didn't want to look like you didn't want to look like big smoke come on that's what you really want to look like Dude, right now i kind of look like big smoke Look, dude, yeah, I bought yeah, a pizza. Yeah, dude. big smoke of like two feet tall, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> call you the weeble. That's what it is. <laughs> just give me, just, just call me the puff, and that's it. Oh, <laughs> really, he looks like a garden gnome as fat as fuck. 
Says the man that you know called himself a whale earlier on. So you know, I have no, I have no right to say anything at this point. So I think we're good, Bacon. I think we beat no? this thing to death. I hope nothing crazy goes by this week. I really don't want any more insanity like that. I, I, I have no idea if can we just go like a week without a controversy in this freaking game. It's like all we really can say is just. Make sure you read. That's it. <laughs> Make sure Ask you read. Questions. Ask questions. And if anybody <laughs> Bungie's listening, please just try to be a little bit more clear. Like, really try to be more clear. As best as you can. Really. I have a major in communication. I could look at this stuff and go, I could see some points where they could have been more clear in their marketing. But it's pretty damn clear to begin with. It really is clear. It really is. <laughs> ah, well, yeah, all right. Well, hey, man. I'm not a smart guy, but I kind of got it. I, I'm not smart, but I kind of figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not going to deny that you're not smart, but you did. Figure I'm not it smart, out. dude. I I went to I went to public school. I went to like a really bad <laughs> like high school. <laughs> so I mean, I'm pretty much all kinds of fucked up. That's oh, all right. God. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right that's all right and if you like this kind of content folks and you want more of it you know anchor.fm slash podcast or our twitter page at podcast underscore hidden our link trees are there so you could follow bacon on his social feeds or on his twitch channel or whatever and find out just exactly how dumb he really is yeah you keep a math problem everything's gonna be 24 one plus one is five Oh, bacon. Six times six is what, like 92 or something? I got gotcha, you, dude. Don't worry about it. 100. That's what it is. It's 100. <laughs> 100. That's where we're at. Next week uh, is our f- episode 49. God Hopefully damn. Hopefully will be joining us. He was down in Disneyland or Disney World or something this past week because he's a total dirtbag and went on vacation without us. Using, with. all, of our, using all of our money. Yeah, pretty all much. Our, um, all three cents that we've made. For whatever reason, even even put that shit on Bitcoin. Fucking asshole. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Hopefully he'll be back next week. And we're getting close to episode 50. And I'm trying to think about what we're going to do for that. I'll see how it goes. I have an idea. I just got to see if this individual might want to join. But it may have to be recorded on a Saturday because of their schedule. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. But eh, I'm thinking maybe doing like a retrospective on this past season's weapons. Getting someone in here that actually knows about weapons. Oh, I think you know. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Do like just just chat about that for a while. What we think. Maybe even dig into all of year four a little bit and say what we thought was favorite stuff out of the year and kind of break down this season maybe versus last season a little bit. Just see what we think. I don't know. That's just idea kicking around because i think episode 50 is kind of a big milestone for this podcast and we made it that far got to do something nice for it in the meantime in the meantime bacon and i will be hanging out in the dark zone waiting for revive catch you all the next one be well everybody bye-bye now see you